fucking fire people bullshit. I'm just glad it's not like, hey, you guys, let's go play D&D. By the way, you're in shackles. You can't go do what you want to do. And these demon people can literally kill you at any given moment. So have fun within those very small criteria right there. I don't think you're going to like this next episode coming up, Caleb. Kiss my balls. <laughs> you know what's similar to balls? Dice. You can get dice at Tabletop Loot. We're using the code 15% off for Hit Dice Pod. That's not how the code the goes. The code is Hit Dice Pod. Yeah, the code is Hit Dice Pod. And you get 15% Nice. <laughs> Guess who paid a guy some money to get my dice from Tabletop Loot back from Nashville? Yay! Uh, we have an official website now. <gasps> have you guys Excited. looked at it? Yeah. yeah. Did you like totally. it? Yeah. I hate yeah. It. There's like a great. store and shit. People have already bought shit what? from it. Our shit? <laughs> yeah, hey, are, hey, are you sick and fucking tired of people not knowing you listen oh, to Hit Dice Pod? Yeah. <laughs> wait no longer, because we have a store on our official website, which is, wait, we're not Hit Dice Pod, the website's Hit Dice Pod. We're just Hit Dice, but the website is HitDicePod.com. You can look at pictures of all of us if you ever wonder what we look like, which I know you guys do. We're beautiful. Yeah, we are beautiful. Uh, you can look at the main page, which has uh, reviews. There, some of you wrote. Go see if yours made the front page. If it didn't, you think it should. Uh, talk to Caleb about it directly on Twitter, and don't bother me. <laughs> Soon to come is fan art. So any of you guys out there who uh, are itching to draw anyone in the podcast, specifically me, go ahead and uh, illustrate that, sketch it up, send it over to me. We'll get you on the website, probably. Arvel writing close to his shoulders. There is a store on there. We have uh, like stickers that you can put on your car, or you can put it on your notebook, or your laptop, or in your favorite like public bathroom. Wherever you put stickers, you can buy them. They're super cheap. There's also custom-made pins by our own Nina Larson that you can That's purchase funny. on there. And there is a custom-made adventure that I wrote, Caleb did the artwork for, oh. and Nina designed. Woo! It's great. If you put in the offer code, offer code anus. <laughs> on tabletop loot, you'll get an astounding 0% off of your purchase. Or you could type in hit dice pod and get 15% off of any purchase. They have dice jails now, guys. Oh my god. You, so don't, you do don't have to get the loot box. I think that's so funny. Yeah. It's so funny. I want one very much. Hey, Rachel, good news. Go on over there, enter the code hit dice pod, drink a whole glass of wine like me, yeah. and you'll get 15% off your entire off. purchase. That's right. I'm excited that the glass of wine is involved in that. That makes me a lot more likely. I don't know if you have to have it, but I've never ordered I something on there without it. a glass of wine, so I assume it's part I of the whole thing. Everybody's level four now, which means it's going to be harder for me to kill all of you. And to my left, Caleb Hanks, did you level up to four? And who are you playing? Uh, I did, but you wouldn't be able to tell because I got jack shit for it. I got, uh, I rolled for my HP a one, and then I got a, a one, a little bit of a constitution on there. So I went from a whopping 24 or 25 to a whopping 27. <laughs> And then I got so sad. my AC up one, so I'm 15. Ooh, scary. And uh, some other shit. I boosted my dex to four plus four. Which increases your AC initiative and uh, every attack you have, I believe. Yeah, and my initiative. Yeah, my initiative. Even though your bow of crabbling is completely destroyed and been rend asunder. Oh, no, you wait. said I it can try a crack in it, I thought. I can check and see if it's Yeah, it only has a crack in it. Yeah, it'll be fine. <laughs> it can still turn stuff into a crabs, providing that I roll a 20, but hey. Still waiting my, on it. I got my dice back. We're on episode 19, and we have yet oh, to God. see anyone be turned into a crab. I've only had the bow since episode... Like, Nine! It's been ten episodes. <laughs> Jonathan Ganong. Um, I'm playing Arwell Garwin, the divination wizard. Uh, gnome. <laughs> I leveled up, and I got a new cantrip. Uh, since Arwell has been in the plane of fire, he decided to take Firebolt. Um, Inspirational. 
Okay. Um, and then uh, two new spells I took were Locate Object and Suggestion. And Suggestion is such a cool spell. Um, and I thought it would oh, go I really well with just him being a divination wizard yeah. anyway, so I can work in tandem. That's a great yeah. spell. Yeah. Um, so Ooh, my portents and suggestion is like a really dangerous combination. Yeah, yeah. And then of course my HP went up, and I decided to go up to maximum for my intelligence, which is now a plus five. After hearing only two of your level ups, I'm gonna have to increase the challenge rating of every monster I have potentially prepared for everybody. <laughs> you guys, I've like prepared this huge encounter, and Arwell's just like go away, and they're like, all right. <laughs> Seriously, walk. Eight hours. Yeah. <laughs> I will. Nina <laughs> Larson. Power, I like to call you Powerless Laid. Yeah. Powerless. Well, no data late until I reconnect with my. Oh, I don't like that I took your powers away now. Yeah. They're back. Right, right. Yeah, I take it all back. <laughs> anyway, that was all it took. I'm Nina Larson. I'm playing Adelaide the Half Elf Warlock. Um, you won't be able to tell that I leveled up either because all of my power is gone. <laughs> but once I do, I've got some cool things going on. I switched some things out, so here's what I got going on. I took a Eldritch Invocation, Eyes of the Runekeeper. That's how I can read all writing. Any writing, I can read it. That's cool. I took Shatter as a spell. That's also I cool. took Phantasmal cool Force as a spell because of my Fae background. What does that do? Um, basically, I can create um, this a phantasmal thing that one creature can see and it takes the psychic damage. So like if I created a pool of lava, it that. thinks it's in a pool of lava. Oh. Or like mm -hmm. I can create a bridge and it really thinks there's a bridge there and I'll walk <laughs> off a cliff. You should do like really <laughs> ridiculous shit with yeah, it. Yeah, I'm pretty excited. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I also took Mage Hand just so I could carry Wart around in a Mage Hand. Aw, just as a reminder <laughs> to the audience, Wart is Adelaide's gym frog that sits on her like a really pretty necklace until she brings it to life and it can do one small task for her once a week. I thought it was on my wrist, though. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, whatever. I'm okay. just saying it's like jewelry. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. He hangs out on my wrist. I'm saying it's like jewelry. Jewelry. <laughs> That's how my aunt says it. Jewelry. Rachel Watkins. Hey, what's up? Um, I'm playing Callista Astoria, tiefling bard, and sitting here as everybody else talks, realizing that I sort of fucked up my leveling up and missed some things, so. Oh no, what'd you miss? Oh, your, your skill? Um, yeah, the um, skill bonus. <laughs> Obviously, I'll be putting that towards um, dexterity. Or, oh. Yeah, charisma, sorry, charisma. dexterity. Cha, Shit. I like to call it cha. 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 I'm gonna put it towards my cha, I so that I can be better at You're barding so and cha things. Yeah. so good. <laughs> we got that cha I like that that actually works with charisma, though. <laughs> yeah. yeah, cha. Um, so yeah, that's gonna be better, and my hit points have gone up pretty significantly to, did I say 31? Yes, that's Very awesome. Good. Everyone um, has gotten better nice. at not getting too tired in battle. Yeah. Your muscles Our are a little more toned. Yeah. Your skin is, mm -hmm. everyone's better at avoiding attacks except Adelaide. It's just like hitting a wallet with a spear. No, seriously though, all of the scars have bonded together to create this thick wall of scarred skin. Ew, Adelaide's just like one big callus. Yeah, that's much. gross. It's super hot. Sorry to interrupt, Callista. Okay. We need to talk about how hot she is, though. That's really important. That Adelaide's very hot. Oh, thank you. I thought you were talking about yourself. And I think I'm going to take Bane as my Bane is a cool spell. Bane. Excited about that. You merely adopted the fourth level spells. I was born into them. What does Bane do? 
Oh, molded? Is that what he says? I was molded. I cast it on an enemy and it keeps them, like, they are at disadvantage and with attacks. Yeah. It's, it's, it's you a curse minus them. four to all of their attack rolls. That's um, much better than disadvantage. Well, yeah. minus a d4, not just four. Uh, uh, yeah, d4. That makes yeah, yeah. way more sense. They make a charisma saving <laughs> throw. I was like, that doesn't fail, seem like a Then they have spell. to roll a d4 and subtract yeah, no that number from their attack roll. And at higher like levels, that. I can target multiple oh, yeah. targets. Um, we'll so, never get there in yeah. that campaign, but I was looking at a level nine spell for divination. Before we get to patches, I do want to pitch this again. I want to run a level 20 yeah. campaign with you guys that's last like three to four sessions where Guy Fieri, the real one, is the bad guy, and you guys have to go to Flavortown, and it's that ripped fucking anime style Guy Fieri like sitting on a dragon, and you guys are all level 20. Yeah. <laughs> and he's taking, I no, here's the deal. You guys ready? I'm gonna, get, I'm gonna give you a little sneak peek into it. He's taking the flavor out of everything, but like D&D flavor style, so yeah. like everything's becoming like gray and white where it was like colorful and beautiful before oh. and had a lot of personality. The mountain is big. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I don't describe anything well. I'm like, I'm like, the road, the road you were on is travelable. What would you like to do next? <laughs> God, I love it. I do that as the, as the in-betweener when we before we start the next campaign. Wouldn't that be fun? That'd no, be that's what I'm serious. Good. That's what I want to do. Just because you guys have never got to play high level, yeah. and that, I think fun. that would be really fun. Be really Can fun we all fun. roll up characters that are based on other Food Network chefs or something? Oh, <gasps> like the Lich? I'm gonna be the Lich. Too. What's her name? Oh, Giada. 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 She's Giada. a Lich. Yes. She's totally a Lich. Wait, who's Paula Dean? Yeah. Who's <laughs> Paula Dean? With a Julia, you put the chicken in the fucking oven of three hundred thousand degrees. This is going to be a really fun one-off. So and Dude, finally, talk like that more than a minute. I'll did kill I finish? Myself. I don't even know. Alan Clark. <laughs> oh, I, there's a, that's, there's one more thing. I also got to add another um, cantrip, so I've taken prestidigitation. Uh, yeah. Throw that wand in the I trash, Arnold. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's all it might be. Alan Clark. Play patches the half elf rogue. Um, basically, I added to my deck, so now I have a. Plus five or a five dex mod. So Sweet. I'm super fucking stealthy. Yeah. Um, my HP went up, my AC went up, my initiative went up. I can add 2d6 to my sneak attacks. Fuck. That's a lot. I'm, just, I'm seriously gonna have to increase all these monsters over here. No, you don't, because I'm still powerless. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. Adelaide's a regular guy. I'm, I'm a plebeian. Go on. Go that's, on. That's basically it. And I, yeah, I can just sneak around better. And I'm Wes, I'm the dungeon master. Human Woo. Game Master. What did you game Human Game Master. Yeah, I just leveled up to four. I, I started using a uh, only every other sentence, and oh. I've been writing my descriptions before the campaign. Mm. Wow. Yeah. I don't yeah. like yeah. this. Yeah, level four Dungeon Master is pretty crazy. And I can drink more <laughs> wine and still keep the game going. Woo! Yeah. Nice. Or at least that's what I'm telling myself. This week's episode, episode 19, I think, it's crazy. is brought to you by our sponsor, Tabletop loot. They take really good care of us. They're going to take really good care of you. If your dice aren't taking good care of you, put them in fucking jail. Fuck them. Go to Tabletop loot and buy one of those dice jails. 50% off with our code. Oh, you guys know all about jail. <laughs> you can go over to Tabletop loot, enter the code hit dice pod, and buy fucking anything. You can get a really cool set of dice, a jail, whatever. Enter the code hit dice pod, get 15% off. It's also brought to you by the heat in this room. It's hot as fucking here oh right my now. God. And it's brought to you by all of our bountiful social medias. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and we want to talk to you on them. Hit Dice Pod is our tag on everything. Let's get right into your very favorite podcast there, listeners, Hit Dice. When we last left off, you guys had just escaped the elemental plane of fire. You have a single red corundum 
It is chock full of magical fire energy. It is in its purest state. Uh, someone has attuned to it, and you know that you can summon a fire elemental with it if necessary, but you would also know that it uses some of the gem's power. And as you were escaping, a small red dot appeared in the center of the room while Arwell and Adelaide were cutting off her pinky toe. <laughs> And, and, a, and, and a Freedy guard seemed to have tracked you all down through nothing other than Arwul's bracers, which are still active because he is holding the red corundum and doesn't want to die. Everyone else still has their bracers on, so just as a reminder, you still all have minus one, two, strength and dex, attacks and checks because they are dispelled, but they are also still around your wrists. Chessie showed up and she said that you guys were great friends of the guild and was basically screaming at Arwell at this point because a battle was ensuing and told you to put on a certain cloak. And once you did, your teammates realized that they could no longer detect you. Not only that, they couldn't see you. And you all made your way down. Adelaide drank another potion of climbing and did some weird thing <laughs> oh and God, like got back it. down the building. I almost took spider climb just so Why I would you not? All the time. You tried to ask the professors at Thingus for some help while you guys were in Kalant, which is where you showed up out of the elemental plane of fire. They all told you it would take time, though, which I think that maybe you guys don't have much of at this point. And so you guys are making a beeline for Raven's Bluff from here. Arwell still has this cloak on. Chessie told you guys that you are great friends, and so they're taking care of you, but great friends always repay the debts they owe. That's an expensive-ass cloak. So, I want that fucking cloak <laughs> so bad. So, you guys are leaving, you guys are leaving Kalant, and as you all are leaving Kalant, you would know that Raven's Bluff, especially being from Thingus, Raven's Bluff is about a full day's journey away from Kalant. And as you all are leaving Kalant, you leave those walls of this corrupted city, though Thingus is here and they are, uh, a light shining on the hill, a beacon of hope for this city. Kalan is still very much infested with dark underground dealings. The Thieves Guild being there is probably the best thing it has going for it. And there's just a lot of seedy shit going on. But you guys are getting out of town, and as you do, you can see the Dragon's Reach see from where you all are leaving Kalant. You were leaving the, it's at the, one of the further ends of the Earthspur Mountains, though it sits on the Dragon's Reach Sea as well. It is a port city like Raven's Bluff, though it isn't as beautiful, it isn't as pristine, it isn't, it, it's not as well respected. And as you guys are leaving it, you hear those same birds, you see those same strange grasses lining the road, and you all are walking out. Arwul is, you have to assume, with you at this point. But as you are running, you hear uh, a voice behind you. It says, Friends, Professor, Adelaide, wait! And Seoris comes running up behind all of you. He's just yelling your names okay. out. He comes running up behind you and he pants, <sighs> out of breath. <sighs> I, I know we weren't much help back there. And I wish, I wish we knew more. It's, it's hard to explain. Um, if you could imagine it if, for only a moment. It, 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 I, I don't like metaphors and I don't like hyperbole, but Imagine our lives are a game, and the fates are controlled by a single entity who wasn't quite prepared for you all to visit the school, and there was, there was almost an improvisational vibe to the whole encounter we had. <laughs> With a fine-kempt red beard and hair, he has basic robes that hang down his small body. He smells like a forge fire, like grease. He has a really strange brass contraption strapped across his back. And as he's sitting there panting, he looks up and says, I know we weren't much help back there. I wish I knew more. But surely you, and Adelaide, or I guess he's not pointing at you, he doesn't see you, but he's like, surely you, and he points to Adelaide, understand that full comprehension takes time and patience and experimentation. 
And we just don't have that right now. The only way I'm gonna be able to help you is if you let me come with you. I need to know how these things work. And he's grabbing the, at those cuffs. Perhaps I can help this blacksmith that you know, that you so highly recommend to take them off while preserving magic, though I imagine we'll need some sort of mage. Those truths aside, I simply must witness the progress of what you all have gotten yourselves into. Totally. And I know I can be of help if you'll let me come. So let me come to Raven's Blood. I'm going to take the little uh, cape and I'm just going to cover him. He's like, ah! <laughs> Arnold's head is literally floating. In, yeah, it's just floating there. Imagine Jack Nicholson's face in that door, yeah. but there's not a door. And I'm like, your dad would be so proud. Feels his sick. father, yeah, is the one who brought me into the school when I was a kid. Aww. And so his father was my tutor, and so that's how I know Silver so well. I'm gonna have two of my professors on this adventure with me. This <laughs> is so exciting. His name is Silverus. Fine spindle. Silas, you'll, you'll at least horse? survive a day or two. Uh, that's awesome. Yeah, I would love for you to come. He's like, I, I'm, so, I'm so glad you understand. And if I'm being honest, I'm, I'm being a little selfish. Uh, while I want to help you, my friends and your friends, who are now my friends, I like to think so. Uh, we'll see. I can, right. Adelaide can pulls out her friend list and is like, all right, let me add on this name. Um, <laughs> he's, he's like, I, I may be being a little selfish, but I have to know how these things work. And the things you all are saying, well, it's, it's much greater than the compasses I'm making back at school. I, I simply must leave. And I didn't tell the headmistress, but... See, Neither did you. I'm sure it'll be fine. Now you no. understand why I had to leave you as my professor. Like, there has been so many cool magical <laughs> items that I have found in the last... How many days have we been adventuring? You guys a have week? basically been adventuring for about three weeks. For about three oh, wow. weeks, I have found all of these cool things. Look at this! And I show him Wart, and he, like, hops up my arm and then turns back into a crystal. And I'm like, there's so much out in the world, and we have to find it. As and he gets, like, really close to your hand, and he's looking at the gym, and he goes... None of my compasses can do that. Yes, I think it's a good idea to come with you. If you'll have me, and I insist you do. I feel like we're about to be more selfish. Because I'm going to go raid some health potions. You're going to raid to health? What does that mean? We need health potions, and I'm going to go raid some, because I'm poor. (laughs) 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 And my power is gone. What's happening? Silurus, it's dangerous. You're more than welcome to come with us, but... He says, I brought this, and he, he holds up the thing on his back, okay, and then he right, sets it back is. down. What is that? Uh, it's like, um, imagine if a crossbow could fire three bolts at once. It's like that. So mm, kind of. Does it fire crossbow bolts or something else? It fires crossbow bolts that I make. Cool. Exciting. You know, I have been on a lot of adventures, but the few times I have... He's, he's got a magic bazooka in him. When you have other people that come into the party... They just tend to take a lot of damage. They take a lot of arrows that you don't have to take. So come on, little buddy. Let's go. <laughs> a, a practical man. I like that. And, and he, like, puts his hand on Buffalo and pats him. As he pets Buffalo, <laughs> Buffalo does seem to calm and like it a bit. And he's just, like, got his hand on Buffalo. And uh, he's just like, then it's settled. The, shall we? Yes, but I'm still going to go take some health potions from the school. I'm owed a month's salary anyway. I will let you take... Arwell, I will let you take... Two health potions from the school. Uh, that would be sensible. Yeah, anyway. totally. Makes sense. Where are my paychecks? 
All right, story time as we're walking down the trails. Yeah, you guys are walking down this trail. Kalant is falling behind you. Sioris, though he was out of breath, you guys have since started to move toward Raven's Bluff. You're walking southern of the Dragon's Reach Sea. You're walking down toward it. And as you do, you can see all of these streams, much like the streams that cut through Raven's Bluff, the fire river that comes down from the Dragon's Falls where you guys have been meeting the Dragon's Reach Sea as you guys are walking. It's been about four hours which you guys know is almost half of your journey. And as these birds are singing out, you see no ominous black plumes in the distance. Adelaide speaks up. And I say, guys, I need to be totally honest with you. Um, this may be dangerous to all of us, seeing as I have lost all of my power. And toes. Well, you don't know about that. Oh. And you never will. Don't worry about it. Gross. Did you put your shoe on in the middle of all of that? Well, actually, I wear sandals, so you've probably seen it. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of blood. There was a lot of blood. Anyways, um, <laughs> when I was younger, my mom used to sacrifice parts of me, and she, like, rubs her ear a little bit, uh, because she wasn't what, I wasn't what exactly what she needed out of a kid, and she was not happy with half-elves, so she sacrificed a bit of it, and in... One of a very emotional moments, a power came into me that I don't really know what it is or what it's from, but it's what I've been using to help you guys this whole time. And it's gone now. I've had some visions and apparently I need to find out who this is coming from and sacrifice kills to her, but I don't even know her name and I need to find it out. And I think the way to go about that might be getting very dark and violent with something evil. And I'm hoping, Guy, that you might help me find something to murder violently. I could probably find that. Welcome to the group, Silurus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's just like, he's just like, <clears throat> I mean, you already knew, I, you were my professor, you already knew I was a little bit fucked up. <laughs> And you look over, Calista's just writing all this down. And what do they call it? What do teachers call it? They have like a report on all their students yeah, yeah, yeah. that say if they're like oh, yeah. disturbed a little bit or whatever. He has that. He knows. Yeah. It just says parents fucked her up. Yeah. Time. Parents cut off ear. He's like, <laughs> I feel you, girl. It's not our fault that we were born. Our human parents shouldn't have fucked an elf. Right. If they didn't want a half elf child. Well, hey, man. Okay. <laughs> to be fair, though, it wasn't my stepdad's problem. She died in childbirth. And so my stepmom came in as the wet nurse yeah, and just was right. totally yeah. convinced that I was her biological child. I think there's a little elf fucker in all of us. To be honest with you, I'd be down to help you find some sort of satanic beast, but there's got to be something in for me, too. See, I had this idea recently that Buffalo is a badass motherfucker, but he could be even more badass if I were to potentially, if this is able to happen in Black If Life Once a Game, and this was something you could do. To quote This concept is blowing my mind. I was thinking that if I had more money, in which I have none of right now, if we were to track down a satanic beast, and if uh, somebody had posted like uh, they needed us to go take care of it, if we were to kill it for some money, then I could buy, if this is a thing, some like spiky, crazy metal things to put on Buffalo's horns that could give him a plus to his... (laughs) Attacking if this was you know, yeah, if, if you imagine life like a game. I yeah. bet Thundershout could do that for you. Yeah, I think so too. So does that You guys work? have a big list for Thundershout. I'm, you could ask Thundershout, but also, yes. I will say this. Almost every general store is going to have posted, like, 
pests. And pests in D&D are, like, very different than what we know them as. You know, it's, like, things that are ruining farmland. And, but any, any general store, any trapper fur place, any guild house, they usually have posted, like, hunts. And you guys We're will going pass. With your side quest. Hey! Guy and Adelaide are talking about this. You are walking, and these trees are beginning to grow over the road. And I would like to remind all of you that Volna is with you as well. She hasn't been oh, speaking oh, this. Yeah, she has. She did, but uh, Callista, Callista oh, okay. went and retrieved her so and called. Okay, and job, you should still wear my costume. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm taking my clothes, bitch. <laughs> she hasn't been. She hasn't said a word, and so it may be easy to forget that she's here, especially with all of the commotion and the chaos. It's really easy to center on yourself and. To forget these things, but maybe a few of you do begin to realize that she's just walking with you quietly. Her head is down and looking at the ground. She just had, she's just been through a lot of traumatic events. These trees are growing over the road as you guys are walking down them. And as you are walking and Adelaide and Guy are talking and Sealris is listening in, Patches has some opinions about all of this, an acorn falls right in front of Adelaide from one of these trees. Yes. I pick it up. Yeah, and so you pick up, you have a little I'm acorn gonna, in your hand. I'm gonna investigate it. <laughs> I'm gonna see. Well, remember, I had scratches on one once. I still keep it yeah. in my dice box. Totally speak. To you mean you keep the acorn in your pouch? Oh. <laughs> yes. Not a slip of paper representing it in a dice box. <laughs> it's a seven in investigation, or should I do perception? It's investigation. Seven. <clears throat> yeah, it looks like a normal acorn. Looks like a normal acorn fell out of this tree. I'll just put it right in my pocket because I'm a hoarder. Okay. Um, I do need to make it clear though that if we do find a creature, I need to do the cur- do some shit. Kill. We might kill it. violently kill it. We might need to strap it down, make it sleep, those sorts of things. Oh yeah, ritualistic so stuff. Ritualistic What'd you put in your pocket? Things. Oh, it's an acorn I found. I hold it out to you. Didn't you get one of these earlier? That had like a message yeah, that we all I don't investigated. Yeah, I don't see one on here. Do you want to look at yeah, it? Yeah, I would love to look at it. You're probably paying a lot of attention to it. Oh, that looks like a subpar. Yeah, uh, with a nine, it's you guys have seen this before, so you didn't have to roll too high. Adelaide's like, oh, I guess it's just a normal acorn, and puts it in her bag, and Arvel's like, hang on, <laughs> and you grab it and you pop the cap off, and it seems like it does say something on the cap, like the inside of this, but you oh. can't tell what it says. Oh, um, it's the same scratchy, weird writing that's hard to discern. Like something etched it into it really crudely, okay. and it's just hard to make out the letters. Almost like something that doesn't speak common or any language trying oh. to etch this well, into okay. it. I would Wait. love to use a spell that I haven't been able to use yet because I forgot for the first like ten episodes. But you can read it. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I'm, I'm very excited, <laughs> yeah. and yeah, I want to go ahead and start tracing this circle on the ground and kind of like writing these strange glyphs, and it starts. Turning into a bright blue. Yeah. Uh, of course, we spend most time watching this guy draw circles on the ground. He loves drawing circles on the ground. And as you do, <laughs> this, this patches are just like fucking uh, leaning against a tree. Like, just enjoying the shade a, and the breeze. Passing a flask. Yeah, maybe drinking a wineskin <laughs> yeah. as your friends are doing this. You're just like making fun of them a little bit, probably. I'm also sort of keeping an eye on Volna because I'm worried about her. Arwell, yeah, she's she's just wringing her hands, and she she seems distracted. She's not even paying attention to what Arwell's doing or what you two are doing. And as everyone starts to clump into groups, the people who are interested and the people who are not, she doesn't seem to gravitate toward either one. She just stands there and stops walking as you guys do. Arwell, these scratches all over the inside of this, it really looks like as silly as it sounds like a squirrel was trying to bite the inside of it, like just all these scratches, but you were able to make out a few words in here and you were able to make out a bad friend tasked with dead. You so all- What does it say? Um, from what I can make of it, it says a bad friend tasked with dead. That doesn't sound good. 
Who's no. Is one of us the bad friend? Am I the bad friend? Is um, this the thing? I mean, I don't think necessarily, I mean, I personally have some concerns with Oust. Is it Oust? Oust. And also, I'm not fully convinced that the Council of Lords is on our side. But that's for me. Well, they're clearly but, on their own side. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't. I have suspicions about both. I mean, so we're just I don't know if it's. Anyway. I don't think. I don't have any suspicions about our group, but I do have hmm. suspicions about our supposed friend. You guys see Siorus pull a poison dagger out of a sheath and throw it in the woods behind us. <laughs> <laughs> With your insane <laughs> passive perception, you see that. <laughs> um, I think we uh, need to go visit our sponsor as soon as we can. Yeah, yeah, patron. Did anybody roll inside on Siorus? No, I know him. Yep. Like, oh, forever. no, he's my professor. Right, cool. He's... Yeah. I'm closer to him than I I'm can. I'm a dick, but I'm not that big a dick. But I'm <laughs> just saying, I've been double-crossed. You rolling inside over there, Patches? I did roll a dice, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me more, please. Um, it's a four. Siorus is cool, but he's weird, and Vol is weird and not cool. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. as you, you guys are all focusing on this acorn, everyone's watching Arwell. Arwell's talking. Patches is asking questions. And as you do, you all notice a firelight in the middle of this road. As you guys are all looking at this, and a being steps out of this flame. A being steps right. out of this flame, and as it strides out of this fire that is in the side of it, Arwell. Okay. So Arwell pulls the uh, the strings, and the cow like. Over his face, like Kenny on South Park, like and he's gone. Skin. Yeah, <laughs> or like foreskin, and he's gone. And as this being steps out, it isn't bulky and strong and armored like an Afridi. It is slim and graceful and made of fire. And it looks out at all of you, and its hair burns as do its eyes. This thing, unlike the Afridi, doesn't seem to embody fire. It seems like it is. Fire, and you can see these pointed ears going long behind its head. Its clothing is all made of fire too. It holds a sword in its hand, brandished and ready, and it looks out at all of you. And as it sits there, it looks over to Volna, her head down, and it says, "Daughter, it breaks my heart to see you this way. Return to your rightful state. Keep your head up. You were better than this. Return home." and the Seldarine will grace you with dignity. It is in the stars. This story has already been told. And then it looks over very slowly, very gracefully, and Patches, as it looks at you in Adelaide, you can see the beauty in this apparently male figure's face as it looks to both of you, and you see what you can only imagine is pity come over its face as it looks out at both of you, and it says, a sad state to be in. Who would curse you so? I would see a dagger through their heart sooner than I would see another day in your state. Perhaps someday you will return to us, my children. It's like, what the fuck? Yeah, it's like, oh, what? <laughs> this is really oh, fucking <laughs> I want to roll um, history on the Seldarim. 14. The 14, you would know that the Seldarine, it's said that though they are worshipped as gods by elves, mm-hmm. some say that the elves literally were born from them. That, like, when their physical p- 
pieces, if you will, fell to the material plane, elves were made from that. And some elves still to this day serve them, though they are distant now. But that's about all you know. I want to roll persuasion. It's still there? Yeah, it's sitting here looking out at all of you. I want to roll persuasion and say, tell me what you mean by returning to you. Ten. Um, roll again. <laughs> ten to ten. Eighteen. And it reaches a hand out to you and sheaves its sword. And you can feel not only the heat, but like the pressure off of this thing. And it walks up to you and where its feet touch, the ground stays lit. And it walks up right in front of you and your hair, like when you are near a fire, just blows back behind your head. And you can see its bright ember eyes looking at you. And when it speaks to you, you can see the light from its mouth emitting. And it says, truly a sad state, my daughter. You don't even know where you are from. A half-elf is a cursed thing. Elves, we live the same lives again and again through the grace and blessings of the Seldarine. And it holds its hands out and it brandishes, like it gestures out toward the wide world. And it says, all elves die and all elves return. But half-elves, they do not. You just die. Fuck you, dude. Yeah, like, all right, whatever. I've had enough shit for being a half-elf for one lifetime. And then before you can finish your sentence, there's a sword at your throat, and he has it pulled out already, and he says, Watch your tongue, daughter. I have little patience for your tone. Can I... I'm going to growl and intimidate him. Is this really Adelaide? (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I'm walking over to stand beside Adelaide, too. I'm just like... I'm gonna. No, if, I'm gonna. If roll nothing persuasion. else, I will say this: the sword was at your throat quicker than you could see it be okay. drawn and pulled to your throat, and you're like, you feel the heat of this blade wrapping around your neck. I'm gonna say, I'm sorry. I'll show more respect. Eight. I rolled a two. <laughs> and the sword does. It comes away from your throat just a little bit, and it's. And he says, I show pity for you because of the state you were in, but. Do not fool yourselves. You are still half an elf. I do not mean to insult. I just mean that you were missed. I don't fool myself. I love myself. Love being a half elf. What can we do about it? <laughs> Nothing. We are who we are. An interesting way to see the world. My point isn't that you are in the wrong. It's that whoever put you here is. And perhaps you should look into it. A half elf is not an easy thing to come across or to make. And to be in your state, and it looks over at your ear and at your scars, and it looks over at Patches with his head shaven and like your your small pointed ears, he says, surely something else is behind this. Okay. What, like, I'm done with this. I'm leaving. Some sort of crazy elf <laughs> god or something. I'm going to be like walking around a little bit and kind of inspecting. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It just seems like, really, what, it seems like is, a male how, elf what, who's made of fire. After his, Eight like, before. after what he said to Volva, um, how is she? Volna. Volna, sorry. Yeah, she, she she's look she's looking up and her hands are at her side and her fists are clenched and she's like you can see her jaw is clenched as well. Can you I can see it tight. On her? Yeah. And seeing her respond that way, um Callista's just gonna go stand a little bit closer to her and I've got um my short sword out. I'm just sort of standing um, there. Okay. Also two quick question. Uh with the I can still like feel that it would be hot, but I'm just not affected by any heat, right? With the bracers on? Uh no. You do not feel like You don't feel anything? Mm-hmm. Okay. You just feel like Comfortable. Okay. It's okay. like the opposite of this room. Yeah. 
<laughs> We're in oh, physically, literally. Yeah. Callista, what are you? You're just brandishing a sword and standing defensively in front of her? Um, yeah, I'm just sort of standing sort of protectively over the Volna, sword out, um, my tail sort of around her shoulders. And this, this strange creature moves its sword from Adelaide's throat and points it at you and says, I would gladly meet you in a duel if you so wished. Only if absolutely necessary, but I protect the people I travel with. I'm gonna say underneath my head, I'm like, you're very aggressive. Vona, what do you have to say about this? Her fist clenched. This thing, it, when you say, when you decline mm-hmm. the duel, it sheathes its sword and she, her fists are trembling a bit and you can see her eyes watering up though a tear doesn't fall, but you know when your eyes glass over when you're like choking up and just about to cry, she says, I have been a sorry ally. I have been weak. I am not weak. The Sultan and his lackeys broke me, but I will mend. I will stand strong again, and I will stand before my family. I will make it known what my brother did to me. You all safely brought me back to the material plane. A debt I will not soon forget. But before I can properly pay you, justice must run its course. Heroes, would you escort me home? The journey there is not a quick one, but with you by my side and you as witnesses, it would help me a great deal and I can make it worth your time. Side quests on side quests. <laughs> where, where, is, where is home? Yeah, where is home? Yeah, for sure. Is Fire Guy still here? Yeah, he's standing. I he's wanna, just listening. I want to stare into his eyes, roll persuasion, and just say, who hurt you? Nat 20. <laughs> no shit. Let me make sure he doesn't roll. <laughs> Caleb, he rolled a 19. Oh, no. um, I'm so glad my dice are back. <laughs> me too. And he says, yeah, welcome back. Thanks, Tabletop Loot. 15% off hit dice pod. Check out. He he does look to you and we fire in his eyes. And uh, we will we will deal with all the questions that were just asked. Guy, assuming interrupting everybody, we'll deal with his first. And it says... As a human, I did not expect you to understand and have such insight into things. I deep is the forest. <laughs> Maybe you do know how us Eldrin work. So close to the Seldarine. I once I... loved an elven lady. She peered deep into my soul and I understood her. I understood her like the rivers rushing through the world. She was part of me and I was part of her. As we lay in the weeds of the forest, entangled in the horrifying and sometimes cramping positions of the Kama Sutra. I understood (laughs) everything there was to know that a human could about an elf. And it shows, my son. Dude, inspiration plays you. you. (laughs) That was a great moment. Eldarin are closer to the Seldarine than our material plane brethren and sisters. We take on the form of our emotions, and I have been scorned. I seek the person who did it to me, and I know it was Volna's brother. I have a debt to pay as well, and I will pay it with blood. Oh, so we're on the same side. Well, you could have just said that. Yeah, I don't know. Volna, do you seek to kill your brother? I touch elbows with you, I'm like... I, I do not seek so to serious. kill him, but I do seek to see him brought to justice and to answer your question, whoever asked, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> who asked? 
Uh, yeah, I thought it was Callista, but Adelaide said something, and I can't I, remember. I asked um, how Volna would repay us. And you asked where, where she's from. Yeah. I am from Cormanthir, a forest to the north of the Dragon's Reach Sea, just past the flooded forest. I, my family resides in the Starwood. Our name is Hanali. Within the Starwood, there is an old elven court, long abandoned, but recently reclaimed by my family. We are powerful and we trade in magical items. As I said, I can make it worth your time. Oh, I do love magical items. I'm gonna, right. um, I'm going to roll history on the Anali. See if I've heard anything. If oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah it's Hanali with an H. Hanali, yeah. right. I guess, can I roll two to see if I know any, like, folklore? I've ever heard stories that mention them. Yeah, this is fun. I never know to tell you to roll history, yeah. but I like to ask you to roll performance because I feel like it's like a storytelling. Like recalling Right, it's like a story you've told. So roll record, performance, yeah. and we'll handle our wool first and you second. Okay. 22. Wow. So you would know that the Hanali actually provide a lot of the magic items that are available in Kalant and that are ran under the streets in the darker places like the Thieves' Guild. They are well sought after and they are shipped out in large crates, usually across the Dragon's Reach Sea on ships. You would also know that the Hanali are attempting to take back the Kormathir Forest from the Drow Elves that a lot of the elves that originated in this area are from the Cormanthir forest, but that it they were ran out of it. Um, you're not sure what the reasoning for that was, but you know that many drow elves came to take it over and that it is it was for magical reasons. The forest is thick and rich with magic. The starwood that she mentioned is in the dead center of this forest. And uh, you would just know that they are using the magical essences from that forest to infuse their items, repair them, and make them. Hell yeah, so I'm into this side quest. Uh, me too, mostly because I feel like it will make me look better <coughs> to Chessie. Yes! <laughs> you got some insider info into the other side of the trade. Yeah, totally. My fire-engulfed elven brethren, I must ask your name. That was a 13 on my performance check, by the way. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, let's deal with Callista's thing first. Lore I might know about that region of the world or her family or their people. Awesome. So you would know in that region of the world, and, and seeing this through a bard's eyes is very different from seeing it through a professor's eyes, where the professor the would be... The exactly. You would know that there are many stories of the beautiful fireflies that live in these woods, that, they, that people travel from all over the world just to witness these fireflies mm-hmm. in action because of how beautiful and so mystical they are. the Great Smoky Mountains with the synchronous Yeah, fireflies. like the ghost fireflies. <laughs> and you would know that people travel from all over the world to seek counsel with these elves, which may be why it's called the Elven Council, that it is said the Celadrine are closest to that place than any other spot on the material plane. And that the elves live high in enormous trees the size of mountains, some say. And that they have these abodes that sit on the side of them, but people can't decide whether they are natural or man-made. Okay, and how well documented is their their lore? Their lore before the Hanalis started to take it back over is well documented, but up until now, not very. I want those stories, we're going. (laughs) <laughs> all right, I guess we're all on a side quest. Let's do it. Uh, well, I think okay. we need to wrap what we're on 
first so that nobody goes to the fire. Like, oh, no, we're going like, to go to Raven's. Oh, no, we, we need to, to get yeah. rid of these okay. guys. Here. The fire danger rock needs to go away. You guys see Thunder No. Get some horns for Buffalo. It needs to go, yes, it needs to go away, I guess. Um, horn swords. I'm kind of I'm interested not as, in I'm a little bit. I'm not as skeptical of the Council of Lords as you are. I don't really care about the Council of Lords. They're just paying us to do this shit. We don't have any real uh, alliance or allegiance. I feel like to none have. of us have really great insight. Why on don't them. we instead <laughs> of hey? <laughs> why don't we instead of putting all our eggs in one basket, all our elemental stones in one basket, we give some to the Thieves Guild and some to the Council? What do you what? Thieves Guild? Like either why way, I just, the, the dragons don't have them all. That's what I'm why saying. Why don't I just like I hold on to the elemental stone for a while? Why don't we just bury him in the middle of the Wait, fucking you're woods? Gonna have to, you you're going to have to keep your stone. bracers on, and the Afridi will know yeah. where you are at all times unless you're a, wearing the cloak. Yeah, you're perfect. just going to constantly wear that cloak? Why not? Because we can't fucking see you, and that's weird. And because every time <laughs> oh, you I'm need sorry, to do patches. something... Are you uncomfortable you with people doing things without your... Yes. Yeah, every time oh. you need to get out and cast a spell, <laughs> every time you need to talk to somebody... <laughs> fucking shade, dude. Yeah, you, can't, you can't really participate in battle, right? Every time you need to I can do totally just put my little anything. hand out. And then it's detectable because it's, you're out. <laughs> oh, and then they're going to come into a battle and help us? Or but technically, they're going to hurt us and kill them. us. Just wouldn't be able to see you like, what are y'all doing? That stone uh, is fucking death I, brought down our heads. I, we cannot I, hear it I absolutely do not think that you should keep that stone. Agreed. Oh, the stone? Weird thing. It's on me and no one else can touch it. <laughs> so I'm going to do it. Well, you guys we'll see a middle finger appear in midair. We're going to go to Raven's Bluff. Feel free to go on the side no, quest. No, I'm going to go to Raven's Bluff, but I'm not going to. Well, no the, one can just take it from me anyway. Well, the so fire well, why are we even going to Raven's Bluff to get um, the rest of ours off if he's just going to be an idiot and endanger the rest of us? Okay, fine. Can we also, just cut him out of the quest? You know, Didn't all we about being an idiot, Callista. Oh, shit! Drama's back! Did we not send a letter to somebody saying, come help us, we're dying in the fire plane? who may now be trying to go look for us, so maybe we should tell we're alive so they don't go die. (laughs) 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 Oh, God, the drama of it all. I just, I can't believe you want to keep it put there. You are putting You're putting me in danger. Don't you care about me? Silas is like, you guys are all like yelling at each other, and and Guy is over there trying to talk to this Eladrin, and Silas goes, I mean, I think it'd be pretty cool to keep it. <laughs> Absolutely, serious. All right. Well, both my professors. Maybe you are two idiots. should go keep it, and the rest of us will go do shit. So I I'm do fine. not want this these cumbersome yeah. things on my wrists. No, no. Like we should this. absolutely get your bracers off. I don't want to. And, and, and you're just going to keep yours. Well, I have fire, <laughs> so hand, which is very yeah. useful. You sh- you shouldn't keep that. And every time that you use it, if you want to use it, it's the the stone. Lessons in power. We don't need to keep it. I'm not this. using it for anything. It doesn't matter who has it as long as the dragons don't have it. We don't need this thing. You don't think large ancient dragons could just go to the city and just grab it? You don't think I think large it, it might be better on the news. come to you and grab it? It doesn't know it's under me. I'm under a de- like, non detect shit. Cloak. Not like, so it's gonna, safer on the move than in one live city. in that thing. You're gonna eat in that thing. Sleep in that thing. Fucking. You're just gonna live in your invisibility cloak now. You slept in trash. Well, <laughs> I didn't sleep in the trash. Yes, yeah, really, I guess. I just hid in the trash. <laughs> but just because it's an invisibility cloak, we don't get to it. Like I, I want to just like detect, investigate you, you can't, and can't have some questions for the council. Why don't That's we just it. keep the fucking let's rock in go. the cloak? Let's not. You don't have to wear it all the time. Yeah, what I'm saying is, it makes me nervous. Ask about my motives. I don't think my motives should be. I've, it anyway, I want to talk to the fire guy again. I think your motives are you want to be able to do cool shit with this firestone. 
Yeah, absolutely. I but I also am questioning the council. Long term is, is bad. I think we just like we should yeah. give it to somebody as long as the dragons don't have it. It's not our fucking problem. We I'm saying do we this shouldn't give thing. it to the council too. We shouldn't give them all That's of these elements. I, I do care. feel I like if we, we give the stone to somebody else, then like later on in the story, a dragon's gonna show up and be like, "Remember your buddy? He's fucking dead now, and I've got the fucking rock." That's true, but I say we take the stone, we put it in Arlo's cloak, we tie it up with a thing he puts in his knapsack. That way, nobody can detect the thing, and you can still creepily watch him. Yeah, but if he, he has, if the, but he has the bracers that are still detectable. Yeah. If he so badly wants to not be affected by fire, then we'll just figure out some magical way to keep that going, even if it's expensive, and we'll all take the bracers off. Nobody has any money. How are we going to figure that out? By going and fighting that thing she wanted to fight, so I get money to get my dragon horn things I'm going to put on the buffalo. She can kill something while it's asleep yeah. after we battle it almost to death and then kill it when it's asleep, and then, <laughs> you, then we'll all have money. Right after I talk to this fire guy, let's be slow with all the information we release to them, please. And we also, Guy, you are familiar with very distant places in the world. You might know a great place to hide something. I sure do. I actually had an idea while you were over here bickering and I was trying to have a nice conversation with this scary (laughs) fire person. Uh, I think that since I have traveled far and wide through the mountains and the hills and sometimes under the ocean. Don't ask me about that. I, <laughs> weird we're, weekend. Weird weekend. We were there. We were there. I have a place. I think we should bury the stone. Good. Okay. Is it your anus? Actually, that did cross my mind. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I'm a pretty open-minded uh, ranger. I seriously almost said a minute ago, remember that place I held the key when we were lost? Or when we were locked up? Dude. I do have an idea. Um, but Mr. Fireman, I'm sorry. What What did you say your name Volna was? Volna and this fire dude were just watching us, like, bicker. Yeah, they're like, uh... He likes it. He's into it. Elves yeah. are, like, into that. My name is Iriath Zinn. Iriath, my mm. elven lover, <laughs> who I tragically lost. I'll never forget her. Her name was Stormantha. Stormantha Daniels. I used to call her Stormy. The two of us were very close, but one day the floods came and she was washed away. Although she was a brave warrior, it was like a motherfucking microburst. And I reached out to her as this giant log hit her and right in the face. <laughs> the tiny log? <laughs> you made a tiny log. Yeah, exactly. You made a tiny it was big. <laughs> it was orange. <laughs> it was an orange pumpkin. Hit her. I don't even know how a pumpkin got washed down a mountain. <laughs> it was a very confusing night. It was weird. Oh, so stupid. I love but it left me scarred, and I don't think I'll ever love again. And he places his hand on your shoulder as you say this, and it does not burn, though you feel this intense heat from it. And he says, my son, do not fret. She has returned to the Celadrine and will be born again. Another story to be retold. I kind of like your dogma, man. And I'd like to think that Stormantha will return one day too. Fifth bump. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm gonna go over to Volna and I'll ask her and like, would you mind accompanying us with to Raven's Bluff and then we will most likely help you on your journey. Look, I've I've relied on you all long enough. I know my way home, and uh, my family's name should be enough to get me from Kalant 
back home, but it is dangerous journeying through those woods. I imagine I'll be fine, but if you all have other business to attend, it's, I understand. I'm going to ask Aerith Zen, like, are you going to accompany her, or are you just going to let her go by herself? It is not my place to tell the story of this young one. Daughter, travel home if you wish. Return to your true state. Um, I'm going to offer up my quarterstaff to her and give her a weapon. Well, the... Are we? We're ready yeah, to go with you, but in this state, we're not the best escorts. If you can give us like 24, 12, 24 hours. Yeah, I'm very around here for like five minutes. I mean, we're yeah. encumbered by these shackles. You were, I'm going to roll persuasion. Mm-hmm. You were in the fire plane for a very yeah. long time. You can wait another day or two. I rolled three fours in a row. So wait, so. hold on. <laughs> it's a 10. It's a 10. I was asking if I could assist before she rolled. Sure. Yay. Okay, so. What is that? She's fantastic, right? Yeah, 1d6. Exactly. Not to mention we'd be in the forest and that whole time I That's basically have superpowers. Awesome. Friends, I've troubled you long enough. I know my way home, and I intend to go there as soon as possible. I can't believe I allowed myself to be pulled this far away from it already. You've done enough, I assure you. I'm going to pull back my quarterstaff a little bit and be like, listen... You live a very long time. Another day, maybe two, is not going to hurt your journey back home. They're going to be happy. All the same to see you. Make sure you do it safely. And you're going to be much better off with an armored buffalo helping you through them scary-ass woods. Not to mention a hyperly-experienced ranger who's kick-ass at everything in the forest. And you're not troubling us. We're happy to have you. Just because you guys roleplay was so good, I will let Arwell roll persuasion, and I will let Guy assist. Um, what if I just do a, a pour it on her? <laughs> you son of a bitch! <laughs> She's so confident. I second this motion, <laughs> but I think the rolling is fun. Are you going to use a port on her? No, I'll roll. You're welcome. It's more fun. My persuasion, which is not good, 11. So 13. Total? Total. Well, yeah. Oh, no, you had two? Yeah, 13. Heroes. If you are so worried about me, I will accompany you. The sooner I get home, the better. I've been gone long enough, and I have my own affairs to tend to. But if you insist, I can accompany you. You should. Yeah. We, we want to help you. Yeah, we want to go. Finding I think a- going to a place where there's lots of items that are worth a lot of money sounds great. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you're not going to steal any I of it. I roll my eyes under my hood. Uh, no, I am <laughs> wink, not going wink. to steal... Any items. Of course you're not. Items, so I see what's I happening. Come, <laughs> with my two things. Oh, so childish. <laughs> I will not steal any items. <laughs> so she is reluctantly agreeing to go with you all. She says, so be it. I owe this to you all. If you insist, it seems you know what's best for me at the That's moment. Right, and it's hard to think straight. If you all would allow me to go back by myself. I can bless you so you can find your way easily to our home. Let's do it together. Yeah. I will follow you. Wait, 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 wait. What's the blessing? Said the clericator. I, I use the fucking medallion. Like, I, you know, clerics suck. Their items are great. Yeah. She says, um, she, and she, she reaches out and she, she tries, attempts to calm Patches and puts her hand on you and she says, their items are great. <laughs> um... I haven't been myself, and it's not a true 
blessing by the gods, more a key to find your way through the forest. Uh, it will turn you backwards and sideways and ensure you do not find our home unless you are a welcome guest. It is a way for me to ensure you are a welcome guest and the forest knows it. But if you just came with us, we wouldn't need that because you'd be with us and you have that, so. And at your request, I shall. Okay. Yeah. Well, good. then just hang out with us. Meanwhile, yeah. I think you're going to benefit from some rest and finding you some clothes that actually fit. And food. And a weapon, maybe. Yeah, she holds out the costume <laughs> and she lets it drop and says, perhaps you were right. She is, by all intents and purposes, a beautiful elf maiden. Her ears are long and slender and pointed behind her. Her eyes pierce through you as you talk to her. Her face is covered with sharp features. Her nose, her cheeks, her chin, her jaw, and her limbs are long and they're not spindly, they're graceful. But she is just like really slender and this costume, even if it was on a human or perhaps a tiefling, it may make some sense, but on an elf, it's just, it's not making a lot of sense. Yeah, it's it's a hard contrast. And as she lets it drop and her brown tan skin, which is a bronze, it's not like a weathered brown tanned thing. It's like a beautiful natural bronze. She lets this drop to her sides and says, perhaps you were right. The fireflies, I'll see them another day. Hello, Coop. People like her live forever. Elves live like 600 years. Ah, yeah, that that I thought they lived like thousands. Maybe. I don't remember. It's a long time. So does Irayith just phase back and forth between dimensions? He can just do whatever the fuck he wants? I don't know. Maybe. That's cool. I mean, he got here like that, right? <laughs> Is that, you don't know. He opened a portal, though, right? You didn't see He's a portal? Like, he just like here. fire lit on the road and he stepped out of it. Oh, well, that seems like a portal to me. Um, well, I'm like... Well, Irith, where heads ye from now? We gotta go do some shit. He he looks to Volna and he says, Daughter, do not stray far from the Celadrine. They miss your presence. And they have a story to weave for you, though perhaps. And he looks over to the two of you, and you all you see genuine pain on his face as he looks out to the both of you. Not this like haughty on a pedestal, looking down on your realization. You just like see this genuine hurt on his face as he looks at you and he says, perhaps this is your story, daughter. And then I just smile real big, like say cheese, like just a like, big grin. <laughs> I like, love I'm, being a I'm slave. happy. <laughs> yeah. I love being a half elf. <laughs> and so be it, children of the Celadrine. If no one wishes to meet blades or to test their metal with me. I not do that, no. Perhaps I will see you some other time. Is there some reason to meet Blades? And I look at him, are you asking him that? Yeah, I'm like, why would we want to meet Blades with you? What better way to measure being alive, to practice exacting revenge on those who wronged you? Um, I feel like we're in. Pretty sure we don't want to fight this Our person. lives are um, threatened. Oh, no, but like, it wouldn't be a fight. It, it would just be like who would get It's the like first a duel. Hit. It's like a fun duel. You guys are making a lot of assumptions. So many. And not rolling anything. Well, no, I'm, I'm, just, <laughs> I'm still just thinking about that. Um, so he's like all sad for Adelaide and me because mm-hmm. we're half elves. Oh, yeah. yeah, because you're like. And he's like, he seems like. I'm going to roll. You're in Yeah, here we go again. Here we go. Here I go again. Fuck. 
The first good insight all campaign. Literally all, it's a 19. You see genuine remorse in his face and it's not like this pity. It's like he, his heart is like hurting for the two of you and you can see him like trying to hold that back and he does not keep his gaze long when he looks at the both of you, but you can see it settle into his face and he keeps this really stern, angry visage that just burns into his face. But as soon as his eyes meet either of you, you see his demeanor soften totally. a bit. Because we can't go to elf heaven. <clears throat> and I kind of say to the side. I think we're great, Patches. Thank you for saying that. I think we're great. I, I think we're the this. best half-elves ever created. I pull Patches totally. and Adelaide aside, and I'm like, look, guys, maybe his view of the universe is a little bit skewed, but the thing about it is, is the guy has conviction and he has passion. That is a powerful ally, and the way I see it is maybe he just wants the best for you guys, and maybe sometime we might need a fire elf to come help kick some ass. So I'm just saying... <laughs> Don't don't let him piss you off. Just imagine He's his going to piss just, me off. Just He's imagine his world, off. man. Because I'm gonna try to befriend this guy because he was real quick with that sword and you never know when you're gonna have to call upon the it's, evil elf guy. Yeah. I mean elves are very hard to, to get to love you because they live for so long. It it's literally one of my ideals to, to hate people trust. who hate on half elves, so oh. I'm not into this. Same with the <laughs> Can't roll persuasion um, on it's my one part. Of my deals to hate on people who hate on me. So sweet, yes. high five. We're in this. <laughs> it was good. It was good. Thanks. All right, so I'm gonna say, well, y'all, we still have these bracers on there to detect and where the fuck we are. No, so just me. Oh, he no, does. you guys all have them on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, I'm the only one that has These are all different. Oh, yeah. yeah, well, then I don't want them on. No, we're going Not to Thundershout to yeah, we're going to. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what I'm saying is we need to go there. Yeah. No hunts? No side quests? We're, Can we no. go there well, first? We're, we're literally going through the forest That's why I'm saying. Let's this. do the side quest. And she said it's to going to be dangerous. Like, we're going to kill some shit on the way to this elf the, tree. I'm going to tell Irilith. Or the name Irieth. Irieth. Sorry. Thank you for stopping by. (laughs) But we will be, yeah, we'll be making sure that Volna gets back to her people safe and sound. The elf force is on the way to Raven. You've made her. No, it's the opposite direction. Appropriately bad. (laughs) This story, whether it's been told or not, perhaps you all do play a significant part in it. And maybe all of us are intertwined. And perhaps if the, any gestures his hands out, Celadrine would have it, we will meet again. And I will be in a better state. And this world will be cleansed of those who would wrong me. After he sheathes his sword, like once he sheathes it, I like kind of like just puff out my chest and scowl. (laughs) (laughs) You feel like a big man now? (laughs) Yeah. I can tell you if there is a story to be told, I will be the one following it and writing it. And while these two may not live forever like the full elves of the world, the stories they write with their lives will. I'll make sure of that. Plus. Hashtag immortalized. (laughs) In a very profound kind of divination, kind of <laughs> professory way, I would just be like, you know, like the smallest rocks make large waves. And like a lake of shit. Sure. And he says... Worst. Yeah. I'd like to re-say that. How do I the worst <laughs> way? <laughs> when I'm yeah. but... Yeah. Actually, <laughs> no, because when he was saying, like, we may matter, I would have liked to have said it again at that point. Where okay. It's just like, yeah, I mean, even the smallest... Pebbles can make large waves in the future. Well said. And with that, I have other elves to attend. 
the Celadrine have many lost children. He walks into the woods. He does not he does not leave in this fantastical flame. He walks into the forest and you can see his flame burning until it's just no longer lighting the area around him. Oh, fuck that guy. That guy's so like, oh, everybody's so, so fucking cool. weird. And like, Why do people uh, hate half-elves so badly? No, whatever. God. It's fine. I it's hate them weird. too, really, to be honest. Um, <laughs> but I hate everybody. It's like a... Toy <laughs> being apparently just... No, no, no. I don't hate half-elves. I hate the people who hate half-elves. Yeah, same. She also is like, um... It's only been five hours, and so far this has been one of the most interesting days of my life. <laughs> this is the kind of shit that happens. You welcome should get out of Thingus Little. Minute yeah, minute. welcome to Adventuring Professor. This is just laugh in the slam bang, laugh in the face of death, live on the razor's edge, world of junior league He soccer. interrupts you, and he touches your arm, and he goes, I'm so sorry to hear about Stormantha Daniels and the pumpkin incident. I was too. I was sad to live it. Let's go to Thunder. Yeah, let's go to Rose. Um, do we need to kill something on the way? No, we do need go. to kill something. It doesn't have to be on the way, but I would it's like it to be hour. as soon as possible. Well, if we'll, you want to, well, in the we're forest, to we'll, encounter things. We're, we're going to, let's go find some wolves. So most Skyrim likely, Volva said that we're going to encounter things. Here's Here the thing: we if we're trying to do this for a pretty penny, which I fucking need, we can't just go kill stuff in the woods. I mean, we get some stuff from that, but. If we go find a, a mercantile that has a post on the fucking wall that we can go uh, l- look for a pest, we're going to get more money out of that than just killing random beasts on the road. Okay, but we just promised a really powerful elf person that we would immediately take her home. A no, we didn't. No, we didn't. We told, she told us that she would give us 12 to 24 hours. Oh no, no, we have time. time. Yeah, no. You guys told her 12 to 24 hours. No, we told her and she said she would come with us. I said one to two days, yeah, and she agreed. All right, okay, cool. so we're going to Ravensbluff. We're going to get the bracers off. What we need to do, though, is convince our will to get rid of this fucking... Or no, we're going to bury it. Are we going to bury the fucking... We, need we can. To, we need no. to go see Isaacs. We're going to just bury... A, <laughs> A fire stand? Yeah, we're going to put a stick in the forest. We're going to put a stick in the ground where we bury it. Oh in the forest? <laughs> where it's just going to burn up? Like We need to go land? see Isaacs. Yeah. We do yes. need to see We, we need definitely to see need to see a wizard. Thundershout, Isaacs, braces off. I need to murder something. I can't wait to see Mallory and see what she did with my little blue dragon I think Isaacs needs to come with us to the forge to get these off. Oh, fair. Good good call. Isaacs first. Isaac's first. Isaac's well, they're first. all in the same town, right? Well, let's, no, let's go. Let's, yeah, get let's just fucking go. Let's, let's go. go. We're going. Got jump on the buffalo's yeah. back and smack his ass real lightly. I don't even hurt him, and I whisper in his ear, let's go, boo. And uh, he just goes. I look at Arbor and say, like, keep that fucking cloak on you, because if you fucking pop your head out again, some fire creature's gonna, like, uh, appear and fuck her shit up. You all... Are agreed to go to Raven's Bluff. We're going to Raven's Bluff. Going to Raven's Bluff. Oh, yeah. Raven's Bluff. After two hours of, of standing outside, the <laughs> it's like, can we, not, can we not have walked and talked? <laughs> Why are we standing here? <laughs> so, as you all are walking, you do make it down and through the Dragon's Reach, and even from a distance, you can see that Earth Spur Mountain that peaks up and over top of Raven's Bluff. You know it to be on the other side of it, and as you are walking down this path. You hear patches, you hear a crumbling coming from the stone hillside that is running beside you. Trees are growing up and over this road and growing over top of it. These trees are big and beautiful and healthy. And you just hear like a and like some rock debris crumbling around as you are sitting on this hillside. 
I'm kind of just like I don't I don't want to make it like a loud noise, but I'm just kind of just like alerting everybody. Uh, do you all have the same passive? Natural explorer as a ranger. I am just alert to Here's danger. 12, Are we in danger? You don't feel anything strange. Then I say, do you tell us about the thing? He's no, I, I, I'm like I just kind of like like a golf clap, oh, and so we're just like listening. You, what's your wisdom? It's not high. It's a plus well, two. It's a plus two. But what? Well, so he's like his passive perception. I have a ranger. I have a ranger thing that says if. But I can tell when, when we're if we're in danger. We're not. We're not in danger. No. Oh. Oh well, then instead of like I stop snapping my fingers and I say, oh, there was a noise, just right over there. What kind of noise? It was like a crumbling. I'm kind roll of nature noise. to see if it sounds. Like anything I can tell. Absolutely. Um, it's a nat 20. You're full nice. of shit. Yes. Uh, so what's, you your, what's, your, what's your modifier? So what's your bonus modifier on that? So on nature? Yeah. In the woods? Yeah. Uh, plus. It's a lot, it's a right? Yeah. Five. Would that be plus? A nat 20, is a, uh, a nat 20 is only, though it is very beneficial outside of it, the only natural automatic oh, okay. success is in battle with a nat uh, 20. Okay. Outside of it, it's still a great thing, but like. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Read up. Automatic. Right. Anyway, essentially 26, you would know that there are many creatures that burrow and that can, in a sense, phase through Earth. And like dwarves can do it. There's a spell that does it. You were like really, you were really learned in all of this. And you would know that from the side of this cliff, that it's not a cliff, the side of this, what is it when it's just like a cut out of a hill? Like if a hill was cut in half, that flat part. Like it's like a gully. Like, yeah. Yeah. Okay, it's a like a gully. Like yeah, a, it's like a crevasse. A crevasse. <laughs> it's a crevasse, and you would hear this coming from it, and you would know that something is moving on the other side of it. Something that can either dig through rock incredibly exactly. quickly, um, or something that can phase through it. I'm sending Oreo. Would I be able to kind of get a sense of how large of a creature this is? Since I yeah, a with a nat 20, I'll give it to you. Um, you would think that it is uh, probably a little bigger than you guys. Um, I'm sending Oreo. I make the party aware of my knowledge. Can we? Yeah, would you all? Right, so would yeah. you all like to, if it's possible, let Adelaide kill this thing? We and don't even know if it's evil. It doesn't matter if it's evil. It's fucking kind, it kind of. Does kind of. Does. I don't want to murder and torture something that isn't. You don't have to torture it. Oh no, I do. Oh, you do. Yeah. Oh, well, she's going to just in case. <laughs> oh, well, then Listen, that... the only time I've ever gotten in contact with my patron is through moments of torture. I feel like if I need to know its name, the only way I'm going to find it is through putting something through a lot of stress. Um, I'm cool with like sitting in the audience while you put something through a lot of stress. <laughs> and if you need help, then I'll step in. Like, I, like, I, like, I'm just like, I don't want to interfere yeah. now. I will, do, I will just say I'm mildly interested to see what this thing is. Okay. Yeah, I already sent Oreo. Um, it's 19. On perception? Mm-hmm. You don't see anything. He's underground, this thing. Oh, you're telling me this? Is that yeah. Looking yeah, you. I mean, but you surely—it it totally makes sense to scout in case maybe something else is going on. But you don't see anything else. You do see that uh, a little further up the road from where you guys are, there is like general goods store. It seems like poorly made and strange. But other than that, you don't really see much. You don't see any other creatures. So there's just one store in the forest. On the road. It's on the road. It's on the road. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's not deep into the forest. It's just a little further up the road. Yeah. So in that kick-ass movie with Kevin Bacon Tremors, which they're making a show now with Kevin Bacon reprising his character and the first Tremors, 
those graboid things would make like a mole trail where like wherever they go. I'd like to roll nature to see if I see anything like that. And you mm-hmm. sort of like ground oh, moving. Like, yeah, yeah, like where it's trapped. I see what you're saying. Like a oh, cartoon like mole. A mole. Like a cartoon mole, yeah. yeah. Or like a, an actual a mole. 16. Yeah. <laughs> uh, with a 16, you don't notice any of that. And as you're looking and watching around the side of this hill, an eye opens. Like oh. in the side of the hill, and it's looking at you, and it's yellow, and it has Do you a mean little. That the hill has eyes. <laughs> <laughs> well, the hill has the hill has eye, and the hill one, has eye. The one single eye opens, and it's yellowed, and you see a single cat-like pupil looking back and forth at all of you, and then this creature emerges from it, like it, like it pulls away from stone, like it's jelly almost. It can just like move through it easily, and it's running out at all of you. It has one single eye on the almost middle of its body, above it, a mouth splits on the top of its head. Three arms are grasping above it and three legs shuffle toward all of you. It's making this noise like rocks cracking together. Its skin is gray like the stone that this is made out of. And it seems like it has scales all over its body as this thing is running out toward everybody. And it's just like, it seems to be saying something and it's just running toward all of you. Its hands are out toward you and they're just like grasping toward you as this super strange creature is running out. Alan's throwing dice at I'm already, me. I'm already yeah, ready to roll. For initiative. Are we rolling initiative? Are you? Fucking kill this thing. He doesn't seem nice. Uh. Um. Rolling. We don't initiative. have much time to discuss this. As, do you? Do you yeah, feel it's like, like you're in danger? Running now? at all of you. I would dare it's say running at a giant thing is running at us. We have to kill this fucking thing. It's gonna hurt us. So yeah, I feel in danger. I'm backing up. Do I feel I only danger have now? Four health. I only really? have four health. I don't feel you have four health. I have. Four I can't health. speak with animals. Can we like, get a rest of any okay. kind then? Wait, did we get a rest at Thingus? No, no, we didn't. No, because they got interrupted. interrupted. Yeah. Oh no, I have four health. Did I do the thing? Speak with animals. Yeah. You still don't. Uh, this thing, whatever noise is coming out of its mouth, it sounds like rocks grinding against themselves. You, it. Car you, wheels on a gravel road. Yeah, you don't understand what this thing is saying. Well, then I'd like to say to it. It's not an animal. I like to say to it, uh, we mean you no harm, bro. No, and like common, because that's how you would speak to anything when speak with animals, right? No, you would under, it would be like a magical thing. Oh, then I just pick up a couple of rocks and I'm like, <laughs> at it. And it stops in front of Guy and it's, it's, it's grasping and it's looking at you, that single eye. And it's, it stands as tall as you sit on Buffalo and it grasps two of its hands out and the other one is pointing at the two rocks you're hitting together as it's speaking to you. Has this been less or longer, or sorry, has it been longer than an hour? Yeah, it's been two hours since you guys okay. uh, yeah, spoke so with all that stuff. We did all, okay, mm. gotcha. I, you guys are about an hour away from Raven's Bluff, basically. Yeah, I, I didn't know if I had comprehend languages still have. Okay. I get down on the ground and I push all the leaves out of the way on the ground, and I make just some dirt in in the ground, and I look at the thing, and I say, uh, explain, draw a picture, tell us what's bothering you. Let me see how intelligent this thing is. Oh, it runs over to you, and as it does, you notice that as it gets up here, all of those teeth on that weird mouth on the top of its head, they're just razor sharp. And as it talks, you see a tongue moving through it, this really strange rock-like tongue. And it's just like gurgling, and it sounds like these rocks are just hitting each other and grinding against each other. And you notice that drool is starting to pour down the side of it, and it puts its hand in the ground, and it, it grabs a rock itself, but it's really weird to see it do this its hand like phases through the ground like it's water and it comes back up with a rock in it and it sets it in the circle that you've drawn and it points to it and then it points at its mouth and then it points at you guys. Oh, he's you joking. Can you I, can't understand Can him. I crawl up on 
top of him and look in his mouth. Yeah. <laughs> and, I, and I'll just persuade him and just say, hold on, little buddy, I got you. That is um, zero. It's 11. And I'd like to try to climb up on him and look yeah, in his he, mouth. Yeah, he lets you, but when you're looking in there, you can see down into it, and it looks like the inside of his, like, as you're looking into this horrifying, just huge, weird mouth <laughs> maw on the top of him, it looks like rocks are grinding against each other inside of him, like crushing against each other inside of his body. And he doesn't do anything, but it, he doesn't seem to be choking. Uh, can I roll, what would I, like, uh, what, nature, see what, what he is? Yeah. Oh, that's really good. Oh, shit. I forgot nature was intelligence, so 23. You would know Arwul, like, maybe doesn't want to come out of the cloak and is hoping you guys can figure this out, and you know exactly what this is as soon as it shows up, and Sealers is like, oh, my, (laughs) this thing comes out, and he's got his hand on that strap for whatever that contraption is that's on his back, and he seems really worried. Arwul, you would know that this is called a Zorn, X-O-R-N. These are elemental travelers possessed of the power of elemental earth. A Zorn can glide through stone and dirt as easily as a fish swims through water. They love eating gems of any kind. The more powerful a gem, the more they want to eat it. You know that they are also beggars and thieves. Hold on to your purses, y'all. Can he sense it underneath my cloak? It's probably pretty potent. Um, I'm going to... I'm just going to pick up a rock and... I'm going to tell the group that... Yeah, just like... You just see the dust, like... As soon as it goes in there, this dust shoots out of the top of his head. Yeah, I'm going to tell the group... uh, I think this guy can sense the red corundum. Um, so we they need to go. want to eat gemstones, and that, like we need to. Okay, let's we, go. We, we just go. Yeah. Um, just fucking follows us. It like swims through the ground that we're walking on to get you to us. You really want to kill this thing, don't you? Yeah, I really want to kill it. Right, and then you it. need to kill something. Like let's fucking right. kill it. Let's. I mean, fact, I had it on I the head. Say, Hold about on it. a second, hey. buddy. I, I walk over to Adelaide and I'm like. He's basically a hobo, and he's basically a pain in the ass. I think the best course of action is to see if you can put him to sleep. Damn, all right. Um, Do you know, in your knowledge of this creature, Mm -hmm. like, is it bad for society? Will it steal your thing? Like, it's like, steals your shit. Sure, you would know that these, um, they, the only time that they are aggressive is when they are starving, and they will attack you if they are starving and, like, desperate and need to stay alive to eat, but they, they will eat any kind of gem, but they are particularly fond of strong magical gems. Are they stronger than us? Weaker than us? Probably pretty strong. Uh, they're stronger than one of us. Like, I'd like all one of us. to roll like, survival and see if I can forage any fucking gems. Uh, in the forest floor. You never know. Forage. Yeah, like, fine. Roll survival. Dude, there's like quartz uh, and shit everywhere we go your, in the like, mountains. Third nat 20 in row or something. 18 plus <laughs> fucking six. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> it had to be nat 20. You guys have gems? I had one gem. Mm-mm, I don't have anything else. You have she a has a frog. We're not feeding it. Oh, this hell no. Goodbye. You are not touching the work. <laughs> That's why I said goodbye. <laughs> like I said, I'd put him to sleep and go on because um, he's there's gonna nothing our ass. particularly evil about them. We well, can have it follow us until it attacks and then kill it, or we can just leave it alone. That's your choice. I, I, have, I really normally would be so down with killing it, but I have four health. I, I mean, I am feeling not great, and I am weak. And Underneath the little cloak, a little hand pops out, and there's a health potion. That he got. And then an Afridi appears. <laughs> no. <laughs> Do we want to fight this thing? I don't Group really decision. care to. I think there are more important pressing things right now. Okay, yeah, fuck it, let's go. It's, it's like... Alyssa, what do you want to do? Um, 
Sure, let's go. Sioris gets, Sioris gets on the other side of Buffalo, as does Volna, and they're both like keeping their distance and all of you in between them and this thing. And as you all start to move and you're like, fuck this thing, it's like following after you guys. And you hear its mouth rocks like- I at it. This you is hear a stray dog that has figured out how to treat does not like people following him and knowing what he's up to, even if it is a So we can sworn. waste a bunch of time trying to fight it, or we can try to get Adelaide to put it to sleep. Um, as and we're, she, I don't have sleep anymore. I gave up sleep. And as also, I, I don't have sleep. any power because I have no power. It sucks. Well, <laughs> we can keep walking until it tries to attack us. As we're walking, I want to pull out my book and read about elemental beasts and see if it's in there. Ooh. <laughs> Inspiration for remembering you had an elemental beasts book. <laughs> Zorn are bizarre creatures native to the elemental plane of Earth. Zorn sniff out gemstones and precious metals, then tunnel through Earth and rock to consume those treasures. On the material plane, Zorn must range far and wide through the Underdark to sustain themselves, becoming aggressive toward miners and treasure hunters when the valuable minerals of their diet are scarce, which they almost always are on the material plane. Azorn's unnatural origins are suggested by its unusually heavy body and the large, powerful mouth and jaws that sit on the top of its head. Its three long arms are each tipped with sharp talons and its three large stone-lidded eyes. And as it starts to follow you, you realize that on each side of its body, like arms, it has three eyes all the way around it. They can see in all directions, and so it seems to be able to see 360 around it. So no disadvantage, probably. Yeah, you think that it's really hard to sneak yeah. up on this thing, especially because you would know that it can it can feel I not only not only can it see all around it, but it also is like it isn't one with the earth; it is the earth, and so it can feel and speak to the earth that's around okay. it, and you would know that. True, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or like whatever. Right, right. So, trimmer side. Right. So you could you could imagine that it, uh, it feels it you more than it is say anything about. You. Maybe possibly magical immunities. Like, because it's ground, so I was worried about lightning. Anything, any weapon, like melee weapon that's non magical, you think would have a hard time piercing its flesh. Okay. Yeah. The book that you have says that adamantine weapons are, are particularly powerful against things Always, like this. Right? Yeah. Yeah, because they can cut like diamonds. Yeah, so. exactly. I'm going to be just kind of reading this out to everyone as we're going along. Like, and you can this hear this thing's foot. Just like, you, following you, us you hear this is, thing go to yeah. step, and then you don't hear it anymore, not crumbling. You just hear it gurgling as it's moving under the ground underneath you. And you can see this eye like moving across the ground as you guys are walking and it's just circling you. And you can see a hand come up and grab toward Arwol's feet as this thing is moving around all of you guys. All right, you guys, we have to... We have to get rid of this. Have, I'm sorry. We have okay. to keep going. Have, okay. No, we have to get rid of this. If it's terrorizing what, miners, can, I, wanna, things, I, wanna, I wanna try one thing. For it. I don't want to because I what? only have there's probably a bounty for it. Daggers and maybe arrows. Like keep its head, eye, take its part out. If I were to, what I know, <laughs> I, I, okay, I guess I should say, would I know if I were to speak <laughs> a language to this thing, would it understand it at all? I don't know what if I just roll like for that. motion? Would it be in the what book? What if it's like flame? Like <laughs> you think that you think that based on uh, the diagrams and the pictures Guy was drawing and how it responded to those that it, it's intelligent enough to understand like basic concepts. Okay, did you communicate to us everything I was reading okay. outside of the book? Right. I said I want to roll deception for this Zorn and just be like. Uh, Basically, with my hands, be like, the guy with the flames has so many great, like, gems and stones, and he went that way uh-huh. and see if it understands. <laughs> <laughs> and that is 
So good. That's a 26. <laughs> yeah, with the 26, this thing is just still right underneath you guys. And Arbel reading this book, you would know it can sense them. Like it knows where they are. Even under the cloak? Because it, seems so. it can sense through the ground, not it's like if you were like Yeah, it, yeah it's, it's not like casting spells. It like feels it through the yeah, earth that you're fuck. on. Alright, um, let's kill it. Let's kill it. Alright. Pluck its eyeballs. Yeah, you see its you see its hands reaching up toward Arwol and, and trying to grab his legs. As he's grabbing out at these Patches is like doing charades over the corner. <laughs> corner. Arwell is literally jumping over this thing's arms as it's grabbing out toward him, and you all hear Adelaide go, "Let's just kill it." And we're gonna end episode 19 right there. This is a broadcast to all planes of existence. My name is Najila, the vizier to his greatness the Sultan of the Elemental Plane of Fire, Basham Gurda. We've recently had an incident. Five of our slaves have managed to escape. No easy task, and they are of great value to us. To anyone who may find them, a great reward is being offered. Gold is of no consequence to us. Neither are trinkets, magical items, whatever you wish. There are, as I mentioned before, five of them. A tiefling with a strange instrument, pearlescent white skin and blue hair. Two half-elves, one who has seen better days, a female, and the other who seems to be pursuing worse ones, a male. A small man with white hair and a top knot, a gnome, I believe. Well-spoken, intelligent. The fifth we're not so sure is of any affiliation to the party. A strange man who says strange things and has a strange steed larger than him. He stinks of the elemental plane of Earth and he says things just as ignorant. If you have any information on them, report to the elemental plane of fire. We will pay your visit as long as your information is worth our time. Any support given to these heroes is punishable by death as they are property of Basham Gurda. One of their known affiliates is a company that goes by Tabletop Loot. We believe that they sell fine dice and the like. Accoutrement for geeks who like playing make-believe in tabletop role-playing games. It has come to our attention that if you enter a code that allows them to know you are affiliated with these five slaves, hit Dice Pod at checkout in their store, you will receive 15% off and death with no trial. Our slaves seem to have set up their own store in order to support themselves as well. You will do well for yourselves not to go over and support them. Their store is located on their official website, hitdicepod.com, and they sell things that they seem to be handcrafting themselves, and while finely crafted, they will get you the death penalty nonetheless. So, visit their website, buy something nice from their store, if you wish to have your head separated from your body for supporting these five. One other way that has come to our attention that you might be supporting them is by leaving them a five-star review in the iTunes store. 
By leaving them a five-star review in the iTunes store, you not only give them credit on their ill-fated journey, you also let others know that they have a support system, which we assure you will not be tolerated and won't last long. It is also forbidden to interact with them at any level, especially on any of the outlets they've provided you with. These social medias, such as Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, all of their handles are HitDicePod, and we will be following them very closely. If you have any information regarding these slaves, as mentioned before, you will be rewarded handsomely. This has been brought to you directly from the City of Brass and the Sultan Basham Gorda himself. So I think it would be in your best interest if you have any information at all to contact us at once. <laughs> <laughs>